Welcome, everybody, to episode five of the Glenbrook Village podcast. We are your hosts, Herbie and Corey. What's up, man? How you doing? Just chilling, dude. How you doing? Not bad. Just watching some. Uh... Not bad. Actually, I was just drawing out some more stencils for this leg sleeve. Oh, I just, I just got off work. So. How was work today? So yeah, just that wasn't bad. Um, kids were kids were pretty chill today. They're pretty high energy, but it was kind of nice because it's cold out here. Like, um, it's not as bad as <clears throat> it's not as bad as Alberta, but it's still kind of chilly. That's good. That's good. But um, yeah, no, no. Um, no, no, I'm not just, it's like another, like, same thing, just another day, you know, not too much different. I feel you. So, we have to continue off of where we left off of last week. No. Um, what was that? Oh, the gun, oh, the gun shit? Yeah, gun control. Alright, well. What's, like, like, what's your view on on gun control in what like in like a way of just like just like in general yeah. um fuck it's it's tough because i i guess it's not that tough um i don't see a problem with people like I don't see the problem with people who want to go hunting. Yeah. And I don't I don't have an issue with people who want to protect their house. Those are kind of my two I guess like my only two exceptions for like where I believe guns should be allowed. Other than that, I don't understand the use of conceal, like conceal carry. Um, and I'm not a huge advocate for just like recreational gun use, I guess. Like, you mean the guys, like, it's you mean like, the people who just like, who have like a, <clears throat> a stockpile of guns and they're just like in their backyard, like popping off like it at cans and shit. Yeah, like, uh, see, and that's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I guess it's not like people who grow up with it might see it differently. But to me, I just don't see the purpose. Like, I guess it may be different, but I've just seen like I've used and I've seen metal BB guns and you can get canisters for those. And I'm not saying they're as strong, but even when I was a kid, I still did some stupid shit with metal BBs um, right before getting into high school. i I'm pretty sure we shot like uh you know how you know how aerosol cans tell you that they're under pressure? Yeah. We just we took we took cans like that, we shook them up, we put them in the middle of like a target practice and just shot at them and tried to get them to explode or we'd have a match running or we try to hold down a lighter and that's without a gun. <laughs> like Yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> I definitely think like Kind of along the same lines 
of, you know, you definitely like, like I said last episode, like, you know, I don't like guns, but if I owned a house, like, there's no way I wouldn't have one in a safe to protect myself just in case. Because you never know. You know what I mean? Like, you could live in a nice neighborhood and then somebody could still break into your house. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Um, yo, you there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. No, no. I wasn't sure. It was super quiet. No, no, <laughs> no, I was just listening. I was listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, like... <laughs> no, okay, yeah, so... Uh, like having like the having like the gun in your house, like I feel like, you know, that's like needed almost to a certain point because you know, like I said, anybody could break into any house in any neighborhood. You should feel safe in your own home, but like, like I said, like I'd have that shit in like a safe and it'd be locked up and like only I would know the combination, and nobody'd be able to touch it, and then. Hunting's cool because I don't think there's like, you know, when people are going out to hunt, like, you know, they're like, that's like recreation, like it's for sport. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you should really like take that away from people. But like, like you said, like, I don't conceal carry like scares me, obviously, because you, you don't know who has a gun on them. Mm hmm. But, like, also, like, people are going to take advantage. People will take advantage of, like, having that ability to conceal carry. Well, And then I also don't... And I also don't think, like, there's... I feel like there's certain guns that you shouldn't be able to go purchase just to have in your home. Yeah, like, I think that's... I think those two, like, those two points you touched on are kind of how I feel about it is, one the whole um like the concealed carry like i said and even like you're saying it just i've watched a video where some guy was getting um some guy was getting like attacked in a i don't know if attacked or if it was just what led up to it is a quick 15 minute second clip in a in a mall and this guy is getting like kicked by two other people and he just pulls out his gun and shoots off and obviously it was but either way it's scary because to even think that legally you could just you know let's say you're even the the perpetrator of some type of issue with someone and someone gets close to you and you know you're supposed to do it in self-defense so you get scared you know who's to say that you it's kind of hard to judge the situation i feel as if the person I think, like... behind the gun and shoots would always win because you could always claim that you were scared for your life yeah, but, like, my problem with that is, is, like, I I feel like that, that, like, whole thing of, like, oh, I was acting in self-defense, I feel like the person who says they're acting in self-defense is always the agitator. <laughs> no, like, like, listen to how this goes. You know how, you know how, like, when we play sports, right? And it's always, they always get the second person to a fight. Okay when you're playing sports, like say we're playing football, like when we're playing football and say like, I get up and I shove somebody 
like after getting tackled, and then the person I shoved shoves me back harder, who's going to get the penalty? The second guy. Yeah, because you got caught. Exactly. Imagine the scenario where if I if I'm out there and like I know I have I know I have like a, a weapon on myself, I'm gonna be more willing to like pick a fight with someone. Because I know I can finish it. So like what so people are gonna you're gonna go ahead and agitate somebody to the point where they come and lay their hands on you. And then it's like, all right, bop, bop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think that's a scenario all the time, but I definitely do think that's a scenario like at least 50, 50% of the time. There are times when people like just get attacked, but like, like two people jumping one dude in the middle of a mall, that doesn't just happen for no reason. You know what I mean? No, that's that's I'm not I've never even thought yeah. about it like that. There had to be a there had to be a build up that got to the point where these two people felt like they had to attack you. Like you had to be doing something. Yeah. Like I said, that's probably not the that's probably not like the case all the majority of the time. But like some of these instances People are going to be willing to instigate a fight if they know they can finish it. That's why I don't think you should be allowed to fucking have a gun outside of your house. Unless you're doing it, like, in a safe and controlled space. Like, some people, they're like, oh, like, they just want to take your guns away. Like, we're not doing anything wrong. We just, like, like our guns, like, they're fun to shoot. Like, yo, there's ranges you can go to. Yeah. Like, there's places you can go where you can still have the same amount of fun you're having with your guns, but they're a safe, controlled environment, and nobody's going to accidentally get hurt. Because, like you said, some people are just idiots. Like, somebody, like somebody who could just get hurt accidentally from you, like, fucking around with a gun. And then what are you going to do? Oh, we're just out here, like, shooting cans. Like, well, why are you guys being dumbasses? You know what I mean? No, I I feel you. I that's why I just don't it's tough because I know I have I've have talked to people who have who are advocates for guns, but I never I don't know, it's not I don't know if it's like they just never manage to sway me or everything they say I'm always I'm always just sitting there still still in disbelief that that they're so for it and that they enjoy it so much. I just don't find I don't know. I just don't I don't find the appeal in them in like hanging around them and making them something just for fun. Like at all. Like I <laughs> yeah. It's like not like like at all. I could do like I could do like a paintball gun. Like yo, like that's fun. I can understand the appeal there. Like that's actually fun. But mm-hmm. like that's like a fun gunfight to be in. I don't want to be in a gunfight where I could die. Well, it's like, yeah, I just don't even shooting ranges. I don't know. I was, I was young. I like I've shot a gun once, and I did it for Cubs. I think I did it for Cubs, and I was twelve, twelve to fourteen years old. And even then, 
it, I was trained, like the person taught me, they stood beside me and I got to shoot it, but I never, I don't know, never awakened anything in me making me be like, oh, I, I need to do this again, or I definitely want to get into this. Yeah, like that's like, I don't know, it's just not, like it doesn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Even going to a gun range like doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, like, I, I and I see people like posting the pictures like yeah the range, like there's like does like, I it has no like appeal to me whatsoever. But it's like I said last episode like, like if I, why do you why do you need to be somewhere where you feel like you might have to use your weapon? I think, I think the only, like, I think the only exception like, for me to that, like where to, like, cause that's a question you've asked where you're saying, you know, why do you need, like, why do you need to be somewhere where you need a weapon or even last well, like, episode? Where like, where you need a gun. Like I have a, yeah. I have a, I have a pocket knife. I feel like I could probably, def- like if somebody came at me like throwing hands or something, like I feel like I- that would be enough for me to deter somebody to back away from me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Provided the person like who's attacking me doesn't have a gun. I feel like that pocket knife is like good enough to protect me. Or even like if you had like mace or something, like, I don't know. I feel like there's other ways to protect yourself that you're probably going to get off. It's going to be a lot better for yourself in the long run. No, I feel you. I guess I guess for me what I was trying to say was the only I think for me the only exception of why would you be somewhere where you need a gun or why would you uh consciously go somewhere and put yourself in a place where you need a weapon like a gun would be if you need to relocate somewhere for for family or for living. I think to me, it's there's certain areas. Uh, the best example for me is the states. There's certain, con- there's certain cities in the USA that I feel I would want a gun at home because if it's me and my family's life or whoever's no, trying I'm to not, get into my house or the perpetrator, not, that's the only. I'm not talking in that sense. I, like, like I yeah. said, straight up, like it doesn't matter where I live. I, like. It could be the nicest neighborhood. It could be safe. I think I would still want to have a weapon in my house because you never know. Like, some people will break into anything if they feel like they can. I'm not talking about protecting your home. I'm talking about, like, if you were to go somewhere, like, out somewhere where you felt like I need to have a weapon on me to protect myself, why, why are you putting yourself in that situation? All right. No, that's fair. I'm talking. I'm talking about like that scenario. Like, oh, like we're gonna go to this place. It's like who's gonna be there? Oh, such and such and such. Oh, maybe I should grab my. Like, if that thought runs through your mind, like, oh, maybe I should grab this and bring it with me just in case. That's probably not a place you need to be. You know what I mean? No, it's true. (laughs) That's. That's what I'm saying. Like. Fuck off. Like, if it's my house, like, yeah, 100%, like, I'm going to have one there to protect my family. But, like, outside of that, like, you know, you don't need to be. And not like, 
I was just thinking now, like, I just saw, like, Calgary and Edmonton, they had their, uh, the gatherings reduced to, like, no more than 15. And, like, I saw a bunch of people, like, in the comments bitching. They're like, oh, this is such bullshit. I'm like, in what world do you need to be around more than 15 people, like, all the time to feel like you're, like, having fun? <clears throat> like, I feel like that's a big problem with a lot of people. Like, I I can have more fun with, like, f- literally five five of my closest friends. And, like, we're go- I'm good. Like, that's a six of us kicking it. Like, I'm straight. Like, I don't need to be around 15, 20 people. And people are, like, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> it's because people don't like to be controlled. It's so stupid, yo, because it's like I guarantee you, like, out of those 15 people you're you're hanging out with, you're probably only closer to them. It's just, a, it's like the FOMO thing, like you were saying. It has nothing to do with, like, people wanting to be controlled. It has to do with FOMO. It has to do with, especially right now, because Halloween's coming up, like, oh, they just ruined, like, our, our Halloween fun. Like, people are just bitching a bitch. And the funny thing is, like, none of the restaurants are closed. So people can still, or bars, like, they just set it to, like, public gatherings. So you can still go out somewhere in Calgary. Yeah, because the the doctor's trying to say that either either the evidence that they've seen is proving it or they're just saying it, but... due to close circle activity. So basically we're two weeks out of Thanksgiving. So it would make sense that we'd get us that they'd get a surge of cases now. Cause that's when everybody would have been with their family and mixing in bigger pods and hanging in bigger groups. I think they just did it because Thanksgiving's coming up and like I mean not Thanksgiving, Halloween's this weekend. And they knew like people are gonna be popping off and like, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that could be it, too. I wouldn't put it past them. No, but, um... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. With guns, I just... That's, like, that's kind of just where I stand with it. And teach their own at the end of the day. But I've still failed to see why people have enjoyment from it. I don't want to play around with something that can kill me. Yeah, like... Yeah, I just don't... I don't get it. Especially, like, when you see, like, people who go out and, like, shoot up these places and then people are like, no, don't take our guns away. It's like... They're not worried about you. They're worried about everybody. And, like, those instances where there are those mass shootings, like, they're unpredictable, and they can literally happen anywhere. Yeah, no, it's... And, like, that thought has to... That thought has to scare you. Like, you could be anywhere, for and for no reason somebody could come in and just shoot the place up because they felt like it. Yeah, no, I'm not a... Honestly, I've been... I've almost been like set straight from visiting the States 
like doing any type of vacation there just because of how you know like at the at the height of it the mass shootings were absolutely unbelievable as of what two years ago and still leading up all the way till the pandemic it was and it was everywhere at some points it was just random random malls random places like a movie like uh like markets just down the street people finishing up after bars and if you're gonna go vacation somewhere and you go to a city where do you usually end up even if it's like a weekday a bar you end up having a few drinks like that's scary to think you're going out for a like a fun night and then you end up not making it home or someone you're with doesn't end up making it home like that's a scary thought I don't know, man. And then, like, you see these, you see these guys who are like planning to go kidnap the governor. <laughs> like, are you talking about in the fucking, like, why, like, why should, why are individuals like that allowed to have guns like that? They don't do enough. They really don't do enough to protect people. Just in general. Because they seem to pass the, they seem to pass the, whatever the restrictions are, whatever it's asked of them. No, it's, it's, it's super easy to get, to get like a firearm. I feel like, I feel like if you're going to go buy like a, a weapon, there should be like, like every place you go to purchase a weapon should have like a, an actual like psychologist who works there and before you buy that shit like you have to go have like an hour session <laughs> like, like pass a psych test on on site yeah like that should be a requirement before you can like or you have to like go somewhere first have a psyche eval go into the then bring that shit with you and into the shop but either way like it should it shouldn't be as easy as like me just walking in and having like my social security number and my id and then being like what do you want no that's fair that's true it's too easy the availability is just too that's why that's why i don't understand how even people who own guns and are the responsible gun owners can't understand the viewpoint that sometimes people try to put out of just adding a few more restrictions and a few more rules around it, a few more guidelines because it hasn't just even need been to... tried. Yeah. We feel like it could, like it could, it could help the, the violence. It could help take guns out of the people that we're trying to take the guns out of. If you're still a responsible gun owner, you should be able to get around the rest of those rules that are put in. Exactly. You just need to make it harder for people to to own them. Yeah, I think. No, I I agree. And, and you should not be allowed to conceal carry your weapon. No. No thanks. Like at all. Like I, I like I definitely feel a lot better if I could see, like somebody's gun in their holster. Even that's more reassuring to me. You know I think what I mean? it at least lets you know, like it, it um. At least, at least I know it's there. That's all I'm saying. 
is losing your cool and you're coming at someone, if you see someone with a gun, at least it'll make you back up. Yeah. So you're, <laughs> you're, you're making it home that night. Not that, but like, you know, you know, like at least I see it. Like I see it's there. I can see them like going for it. Somebody has it concealed. Like they could be slick about them pulling it out and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Game over. GG. Yeah. No, but uh, you were going off of you were saying like the people people who shouldn't be allowed to have guns, um, those guys who are gonna kidnap the governor. But you sent that article to the group talking about that that white supremacist group that's so crazy that they even hate yeah. other white supremacist groups. So <laughs> they're called the Patriot Front, and they're preparing for a world after Don- Donald Trump. And then, like, so I'm reading the thing, and they're asking them, here's what was crazy to me. They're like, what are your beliefs that led you to join the organization? And, oh, man. And this guy said, at the core of my position are these principles, the categorical rejection of the notion of equality, the categorical rejection of universal democracy, Explicit and group preference. Like, huh? And then there was, this was like the, this was the one that like, that scared me. That I feel like Jews, immigrants, and Muslims are a malicious threat to the United States and its economy. That's why the people are in current state of civil unrest. These N-words are causing themselves to be shot by the police and making the split even bigger. I feel as if there's going to be a huge race war and us whites will come out on top. Um, yeah. I was like, there's, fuck. There's you know, what's crazy, what's crazy about this group is like, when I was reading the article, those guys, these kids are all like, I think the oldest person in the group is 26. Yeah, they're young. So they off, so they're young, which is even worse. Because the younger they are, the more reckless they are. Like they don't, they're not going to hold themselves back. Well, there's about, there's what, like 280 of them or something like that? Yeah, like they're not big, but they're like, like I said, they're the kind of people who like, they're they're not going to like, they're not going to refrain themselves from like actually doing something violent, I feel like. And I'm pretty sure the founder, like he's been, I'm pretty sure the founder's been arrested once or twice too. Yeah. Like these, and like it it was also like scary reading it because what was funny to me is how the guy's like, oh, like there's going to be a race war. And then in the art, like further down in the article, they were talking about how they like hate the book. They were like talking shit about other white supremacist groups. So like, with like the Bugaloos and the, yeah, the Proud Boys. Boys. I'm like, yo, like maybe you should figure out within your own race first before you like like how are you gonna hate the people that hate the same people you hate? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It's cause they seem a little bit more intense in in how f- extreme like you're saying and how extreme they're willing to go. Yeah, like they have like a they have like a diet plan. What was it? They have like a diet plan, like 
They practice hand-to-hand. Yeah, look, they mandate waist loss and intense workouts and regularly practice hand-to-hand combat. Oh, and, and you can't forget and they white power. Re- they, re- they revere Hitler and Mussolini. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary to think that there's people out there with this type of thought, like this type of mentality. And that this is their hobby. Like, this is what they get into. These are their beliefs. And, like, I don't even think these guys, like, like, even, like, Donald Trump. They were just, like, they're just, like, saying, like, casting a ballot is, like, a submissive gesture. Oh, yeah, they don't believe in, they don't, they don't care about the Like, voting. they don't believe in voting, like, yeah. It, I think the, the guy literally said, he was, like, we don't really, like, support Trump, but we can use him to, like, get to where we need to be. I think another, well, I think the scary thing too is, um, though we haven't touched on yet, is the person who's, like the co- so the founder, one of the founders, he used to be part of another group that dissolved, and then this became the group that he kind of rerouted to, basically in their chat room, and where they all communicate about all the events coming up and everything like that and how to carry out their plans. His word is God. He pretty much mandates and creates and this whole thing is his brainchild. So even though he's met up with a bunch of people that all think like him and they all think alike, he's basically kind of like a cult leader. Like that's he thinks like... they're all cult friends. They're all cult-like. Yeah. It's just kind of it's kind of scary to think that one person's able to have that much control and you know at at the swipe of a finger in a message board he can have in the triple digits of people ready to carry out his his any order it sounds like. But what's funny to me is like how the Ku Klux Klan's probably looking at these guys like, but maybe we should uh, just hang back. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they don't need to be involved. Yeah, like, uh, whoa. <laughs> we'll try again later. <laughs> like, oh, we're okay. No, you, you got it covered? All right. Yeah, like, we don't yeah. need to, we don't need Bro, to be involved in this. Like, you hear it? Like, Think about like when, like when we were growing up, like that was like the scariest organization I think that I that I like knew of, that mm-hmm. was like still around. You know what I mean? And now like these guys are just take taking it to like new heights, and it's crazy. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't care. And even the fact that they're like you said. They're part of that Zoomer generation, kind of younger, under 26. You know they're all technology-enabled. They have ways of communicating that probably people haven't used before. Kind of like the efficiency, being able to come together, being able to put out ads or even type of, like, kind of like meeting points, kind of, you know, try to find people who have similar... Similar, similar bodies of thought. 
Well, it's like easy. Like you can just have a closed group on Facebook, like initially where you meet. And then like, fuck, all, all you need is a WhatsApp group chat. Like nobody's going to kick you off WhatsApp. You know what I mean? No, that's true. That's true. Like these guys can just talk privately, like, and they can talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. It's going to be hard for, oh, excuse me. It's going to be hard for people to, like, catch on fully to, like, what it is that they're actually doing. They're actually planning. You, like, you don't know how they, they could be sending letters to each other. Like, like you never know. By pigeons. Carry, yeah, pigeons. I was going to say. <laughs> owls. <laughs> owls. <laughs> Harry, bro, they could have owls like in Harry Potter. Like, you never know. Uh, just the thought. So backwards thinking in in their mentality of race and like the world and everything, and to think that they'd revert back to using carrier pigeon is just oh, it's too good. You got to be stealth, bro. You see, so before I uh, before we started recording, I saw Trump's website got hacked. Oh shit. And, uh, hold on, let me, it was hacked by, like, cryptocurrency scammers. I was about to ask, was anyone taking credit for it? Yeah, and it was just like, what did the message say? I'm going to read it. I don't know. It was just saying, like, the world has had enough of the fake news spread daily by the president. It's time to allow the world to know the truth. Uh, they're saying they found like stuff that gives them full access to Trump and his relatives and secret conversations proving that the Trump government is involved in the origin of the coronavirus my ass I I doubt that highly That's that's, that's quite the allegation bro did you watch the second Borat no I haven't yet I worked on the weekend. I thought you were going to watch it on Friday. I was supposed to, and then I didn't. Ah, man, I I was about to... You fucked me. I was about to say a joke, and I can't even say it. <laughs> without without ruining the movie for you. I'll try, I'll try and watch it tomorrow. I'll try to get it done this week. Ah, oh, man. You can hold on Did to you... the joke. Did you at least see like the clip of that uh the Rudy Giuliani scene? Like the dude who put his hand on his pants? Yeah. I only saw a little bit of it. That part. That part was like he he came out and he's like, Oh, they were like first of all he blamed Biden. He's like Biden funded this movie like to make the, the campaign look bad and make me look bad. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> and that whole scene, like, even before it got to that point, that whole scene was very uncomfortable. Like, when you watch it, you're like, like, you're like, yo, this is like, like, he's being, like, super, like, like, touchy-feely with her, like, the whole time. And, like, even before he, like, said he, 
he he said he was tucking your shirt in. He like has his hand on her back, and I think he like pats her on the ass. He's like, "Yeah, just give me your phone number and your address." And she's it's like, bro. She's like, who are you? What? No, no, no. She's fifteen, right? In the movie, but the actual actress is like in her twenties. Oh, okay, okay. Ew. He thought she was fifteen. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think her. I don't. He definitely like never. She never said how old she was like that was like the joke like when like i don't know if you've seen the clip where he like busted like borat he's like it's my daughter she's 15 like that 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 only got brought up like that only got brought up like at the end of the whole exchange like yeah like she's not actually 15 like the actual actress is like like in her 20s well i was gonna say how did they get her parents to sign off on that like oh we're you're gonna your daughter's gonna be fondled by some pre- like by some congressman are you cool with it no she's way older than that but like, it was definitely like a if you watch that whole scene from start, start to finish like he's just concentrating on the fact that he's like I, I was just tucking my shirt in like bro the whole scene is like very very uncomfortable like hella suspect like explain yourself it's kind of crazy that so many like sexual deviants and stuff are like our politicians and they just like seem to exist everywhere. <laughs> so many sexual, sexual assailants. I don't know. It's not surprising to me. All these old dudes. Look at Bill Cosby. No, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> these are all, all these people are from the same time. Man, uh, I can't believe you didn't watch that movie, man. You, you dropped the ball. And yeah, I got I got busy this weekend, man. We could have had a nice little whole conversation about how funny that movie was. was you can still talk about it if you want. No, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Actually. Now, now that we're like on the movie topic, because uh, this is like my favorite time of year. Just wait. Just answer one question. Was it better than the first one? Let me be honest. I haven't seen the first one in so like I watched the first one once, and that was it. Okay. I need I need to go rewatch it. Like yeah. I, I only remember like four or five scenes like i need to go rewatch that movie okay yeah fair enough but while we're on that movie the movie topic like this is like my favorite time of year halloween's right around the corner and i'm like a horror movie guy like any time of the year so like do you have do you have like a top five like your top five horror films are you like a horror horror person I used to watch I used to watch them more often, but I just like two years have have slowed down how many movies I intake. Yeah. Watch TV. Yeah. So um from what I have watched, hmm. Hmm. If you have your top five, go ahead. I'll 
I'll think about it from like what I have watched, what my top five would be. Uh, for me, like the first Halloween. Uh, the the first scream. Okay. The first saw. The second conjuring. Okay. It's always like tough to slide in like a fifth squat in there. Actually, I'll say like. Actually, I don't know what number five would be. I w- like. I really, I really like the genre. Like, I like like that. I like like that kind of. Actually, the ring. Okay, the ring came out yeah. a long. Well, not a long time ago, but I remember watching it in theaters. The ring was like the first. The ring wasn't the first. The first horror film I watched was like I accidentally watched like thirty minutes of A Nightmare on Elm Street because it was on TV. Mm-hmm. And I was like five or six, and my mom came around the room. She's like, "What are you watching?" And like, <laughs> cut it off real quick. And for a while, I was like terrified of horror movies until uh, like, and then I watched The Ring. And I, like, got through that. Like, it was still scary to me, but I got through it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, like, I don't know if you've ever seen House of a Thousand Corpses. Is that the Rob Zombie movie? Yeah, that movie is fucked. <laughs> I saw that one and didn't watch another horror film for a while. Did you ever and then watch- once, I got, once I got older, I think, like, the next... Like, I didn't watch another horror film for a while. And then I think the next one I watched after that was, like, The Grudge. And that's when I kind of started, like, watching, like, scary movies again. What's the... What was The Grudge again? Uh, The one with, like, the chick who's like... Uh... Oh, yeah, shit, that movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie's lit. That's when I... That's when I, like, kind of started watching, like, horror films again. Did you ever watch House of Wax? Yeah, that movie. Paris Hilton gets that movie's messed up. That, like the premise of that movie's fucked. She gets like that post to the, like the eye. Yeah, I just can't see. Like, I just can't get over the premise of someone legitimately thinking like, okay, like, horror movie like idea. The whole town. We're gonna cover people in fucking wax and keep them like a. Yeah, oh. like the whole town is like. Yo, here's my thing is like I like as I got older I realized like how much like psychological thrillers and horrors are like the same. Mm-hmm. Like if you like a lot of time when you watch a horror film, like unless it's like like the OG ones, like you know, with like Freddie, Michael, and like Jason, where like you know who the killer is. Like those movies like that, like House of Wax, like scream like saw like the ring where they all kind of have like this like this twist to it where you kind of got to figure out why everything's happening like mm-hmm. like 
it's just more they're just more gory than thrillers. I think like horror is kind of taken on that that form. Like for some of them, the Conjuring movies though are just like they're dope. Just just because they're like loosely based off of true stories. Like recently, last year, me and me and one of the guys from the track team like watched like the whole the whole series of films like in the chronological order you're supposed to watch them in. I didn't know the I didn't know the Conjuring was based off of true events. Yeah, like there's like a there's like an actual couple couple that like that like went out and like did these things, and so like the movies are like loosely based off of like like the stuff they investigated. Like there's like an actual like Annabelle doll, but it's not like. It's like a raggedy and all though. Like it's not like the one you see in the movie. Like the real one's like a raggedy and all. It's not like that creepy porcelain doll. No, like it's a, it's literally like a rag. I'll send you the link. Like it's a raggedy and like, like doll. Did you um? Maybe you didn't. I watched it growing up, even though I shouldn't have. But my dad let me. Uh, did you watch Chucky growing up? Growing up, no. But like, actually, maybe I might. Have... Chucky didn't scare me though. I found Chucky fucking terrifying when I was younger. I thought Chucky Chucky's hilarious. <laughs> like it it's not like that child's play movies are like they're not scary. Like it's it's a comedy. Man, when I was younger that shit was scary thinking a toy would come to life. Bro, but he like pops up and he's like the doll's like saying goofy shit like the whole time. I'm still scared. Like man. it's not it's not serious, like, at all. That's why, like, for me, like, if it was a real-life scenario and I was, like, trapped in one of these movies, the last person I'd want to come across is Michael Myers. Man, those, I don't know. Maybe because I've... Um, Bro, this guy... Maybe it's because I haven't all, watched him in a long time, first, but... First of all, he's been shot in the face. He's had his head chopped off. He's been burned alive twice. Twice now. And he's still alive. Fair. And like he just walks like so slow and still gets everybody. I think that's what gets me. Like how slow he walks and the fact that they never get away. Plus he's like six eight, like two thirty five. Like he's bigger than LeBron. Like how do you like you know, how do you deal with that? <laughs> the fact that people have taken his height dude's huge though like if you watch those movies I'm like yo I'd be if I ran into this dude like I'd be terrified no. me personally like I'd be like gone like a lot of these people like like would I watch the movies and they like go knock on the neighbor's houses like no I'm like running out of the neighborhood like clear out of the neighborhood he's moving too slow like I'm out of the neighborhood, like I'm not going to knock on my neighbors next door because he kills the neighbors too. No, I haven't. I haven't seen them in. I haven't seen them in too long, so I don't remember him being that big. He's massive. He's pound for pound, like, like they did a Freddy versus Jason. Like they should have done like a Michael versus Jason. Like that would have been a better. That would have been a better matchup. I think they included Freddy because of like the power to go to the 
basically like the spirit realm, like the dream, dreamland. Freddy wasn't scared of me either. Burnt ass face? No, he's the same thing. Like, he's kind of funny. Like, he's not like a serious character. He just says a bunch of shit. Yeah. I'm like, uh, what was I going to say? So I watched, I watched Scream. Like, you've seen Scream, right? Yeah. So I watched Scream on Sunday. And while I was watching it, like I realized I realized like why it's probably like one of the best like horror films in in general. Mm-hmm. If not just like in the top 5 of like horror films because it like it conscious it's a satire. Like, it's a horror film, but it's, like, it's really, like, a satire of horror films. Like, it's just there, like, over-exaggerating everything and making fun of it? Yeah, but, like, they're not, but they're, like, being serious, though. Like, you don't, you don't realize it when you're, like, when you're first, like, watching it. But, like, as you, like, as, like, the more and more I've watched it, like, they, they literally, like, tell you who the killer is but you just like if you're not paying attention to it like at by the time they get to you rewatch it you're like how did i not realize like they're telling you who the killer is the whole time like they are and then and then they're also doing things like in the movie like where uh like they have that one character rand randy who's like he's always like running down like oh like this is what you don't do in a horror film, like, like, you know, like, you don't, uh, like, you don't say I'll be back, like, stuff like this, and, like, throughout the film, like, all the characters do what they're not supposed to do, you know what I mean? How, how old are these movies? The first Scream came out in, hold on, let me check. Because then... Scream came out in 1996. Okay, because then um, Not a Scary Movie is just, like, a parody of Scream. So, yeah, the first scary movie came out in 2000. It, that so they just, par- scary they, just movie parodied like... a, they just parodied a satire? Yeah, and I think that's why Scary Movie, like, the first one worked so well. Because they just, like, basically took Scream and was, like, added jokes to it but like but the thing is like scream's not funny like have you you gotta go rewatch scream and you'll understand what i mean by it like being like a satire of like a horror film but it's not like but it's not like a funny movie no i think the closest because i don't like i have to go back and watch scream i think the movie I watched around that time that I remember more fondly is uh, I remember what you did last summer. I know what you did. Last I know summer. what you did last summer. Yeah, that movie's the first one and the second one. Those are lit. yeah. They make, those are lit. They make fun of. Uh, that's what like the first scary movie makes fun of like 
Uh, I know what you did last summer. Scream. There's one other one it makes fun of. It mostly like makes fun of Scream. The funny thing is, like, I saw I saw a scary movie before I saw Scream. I uh yeah, me too, me too. And I didn't know it was like a parody. Oh, okay, so like that first, the first scary movie makes fun of like Scream, The Sixth Sense. I know what you did last summer, and like the Blair Witch product project yeah six cents in the blair but it's witch. mostly like it's mostly like scream and uh the blair witch product project and then at the end it does like a homage to the usual suspects like at the very end of the mm-hmm. movie but yeah like isn't this <laughs> i think because we're talking about not, uh about scary movie it's scary movie and i don't remember if it's it's one of the later ones it's like three or four isn't that the one where they they kind of parody and satire the uh, the Nike commercial with everybody dribbling? And they have the dude... That's, they have the, a, that's a second the, one. And they have the dude in the wheelchair like doing like a head spin. <laughs> that's the second yeah, one. okay. That's in the haunted house or something second, like that, right? Yeah, the second one's... The second one's the funniest. Yeah, that one's me. good. I think that one had a good cast, yeah. It's a, it's usually the same cast. I feel like they add and take away people. They add like one or two people, but like Anna Ferris and uh, what's her name, Regina King. Oh man, no, Regina Hall. Oh. They're they were in the first two. Isn't one of the Wines brothers? The first too? they were the first two. The Wayne's brothers are in yeah. the first. They're in the first two, and then they're not in the, the next ones, and I think that's where, like, the franchise started to really go down. As soon as the talent left? Well, they just added, like, they just added, like, a little extra to it. You know what I mean? It was too much? Watered down? Not, like, watered down, but, like, they were, like, a lot, like... Their char- they played the same characters in the f- like they they played the same characters in the first two and then Anna Ferris and Regina Hall like played the same characters in the mm-hmm. first three so like there was like continuity but the story was always different like uh I'm pretty sure like Regina Hall like dies in the f- she dies in the first and the second one I'm pretty sure. And it's like in the third movie when, uh, like when her, her and Anna Ferris's characters like meet up, she's like, "I thought you dead." She's like, "Oh no, I didn't die." <laughs> like you know, like they just like, yeah. Shit. Yo, you here? I right, cut out yeah. for like thirty seconds. So you should be good. You should be oh, good. Wait. I don't know what else you got today. Um, no, but uh, no. Other than that, it's just for Halloween. I guess, like you said, you're not doing anything. I'm not really doing a lot. I know Brianna's pretty bummed because it's her favorite holiday. 
not excited at the fact that she won't be able to do anything. It'll be like the first year not celebrating. I don't like celebrating it. I don't know. Like, I don't like, like, I don't like dressing up. Yeah, you don't like to, I don't know. I've, Brianna always puts a lot of effort into it and she's kind of, she's. See, I'm not about that. Like, I'm just like, yo, just give me some candy and let me watch, like, some horror films. No, candy's candy's great. Like, trust, like, trust me, I'm a big, big fan of that. And even like the scary movies and watching just, even like funny, funny Halloween movies. I just watched. I just watched Monster House. It's supposed to be like a kids' film, but it's written by Dan Harmon, which is the creator of Community. So it was really good. Like I'd go watch it. I think it's pretty good for any age. It's pretty. It's got a lot of jokes. So. That's my recommendation. If you guys are doing nothing for Halloween, get some candy, get some beverages, or if not, no beverages, up to you. You know, pop that movie on, enjoy. But um, but yeah, no, I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. Everyone have like a safe Halloween. Enjoy responsibly. I'm about to watch Hereditary. <laughs> I haven't watched that one yet. The last scary. The... Me neither. That's why people say it's like scary as fuck. I'm about to crack a beer, like turn the light off, and just. I'm watching. I'm watching season two of Unsolved Mysteries right now. That's what's that up. shit's lit. You know what? I... Never ever. I don't know if you've seen the movie Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. It's on my list. What? Uh, man, I didn't even. I like I streamed it for free. I'm like, I want my money. Okay, back. I kind of want to watch it because people just say it's fucked. It is, but like, g- watch it, and you're gonna like. I it's on Amazon Prime. Like I, it's free. Okay, so then, so that's like, what I gotta I, do. But like I, but I streamed it off Popcorn Time, and like for free. And I, I want my money back. Okay, I guess I guess that's what I gotta do. I gotta watch Borat. I gotta watch Midsummer. Recommendations to y'all are if you haven't watched it, watch Community. Show's lit. Uh go watch Monster House and get you some unsolved mysteries, cause that's what I'm on. It's a recommendation. I don't know, Corey, you got any recommendations for this Halloween? Man, I I like to watch, uh, I mean, I like to watch, like, the trilogies of, of, like, horror films. So, like, this, the Screams are always a good one. Saw's always a good one. But, like, just the first three. Uh, Halloween's good, but you gotta, like... There's a, it's like broken up into a lot of different timelines, so you kind of got to pick the one that you like the most and go with that. I. Uh. Yeah, and oh, yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Well, everyone, thanks for, thanks for kicking it with us for another episode. That's our, that's our recommendation for Halloween. So again, like I was saying, enjoy responsibly. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. You're...